So we are going to today learn how to take this and then mirror it onto that blank side of your paper. Carrie Earle is giving a lesson in sight drawing. You guys might be freaking out. You're like, I'm not gonna be able to do that. Trust me, I'm gonna take you step by step. Now, ultimately- It's a lesson the Jordan High teacher has taught countless times before using the same tools she's using now, except today, her classroom is empty because her students are learning from home. The document camera she normally uses to project her demonstration onto her classroom whiteboard is being used to stream it straight into the living rooms and kitchens of her students. The amplification system she uses to carry her voice to the back of the room is now giving her students a voice in the classroom. What was that? Can you do the like counterclockwise or like doing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, you can spin your paper around as much as you need. Is that was your question? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Great. And I am. Welcome to Connect Canyons. I'm your host, Kirsten Stewart, and today's subject is online learning, live streaming to be exact. Over the past several weeks, like a holiday surprise, Canyons District field techs have been distributing live streaming kits to teachers throughout the district. Developed by audiovisual gurus and vetted by instructional experts, the live streaming kits were paid for in part with donations from our local municipal partners, including the township of White City and the city of Draper and they are easing burdens for teachers and improving student engagement. Without sounding cliche, I always say that my vision of EdTech is that technology expands the walls of the classroom, and that's actually what these live streaming devices do. That's education technology specialist Camille Cole, whose team was unleashed to work with Canyons District's IT department in finding a streaming solution for classrooms. The solution had to tie into the technology teachers are already using, and it had to bridge the two worlds in which they're having to teach. The analog world of conventional in-person teaching and the digital world of online instruction. In other words, it had to make it possible for teachers to establish meaningful connections with their students, no matter where their students are learning. With the world we're in, um, we have kids in class, out of class, quarantined, they're sick with COVID or they're choosing to be online. So we need something to be able to bring the kids into the classroom without physically having to be in the classroom. Scott McCombs, Kenyon's IT director, says the streaming solution also had to be affordable, easy to use and install. Grant Taylor, our audio-visual team lead, uh, was tasked with finding a solution for our schools to be able to um, stream audio and video uh, for multiple purposes, so both to students' homes, uh, but also to be able to store it for Canvas and for coursework um, and, and for a number of other purposes. We had to do it very cost-effectively, and at the same time, we had to do it within a, a challenging supply chain environment. We also have really a cityscape of teacher expertise in streaming and, and uh, using this technology. So we wanted something that would be very friendly and easy for uh, all teachers to use, but also be able to meet the expectations of a more experienced user and, and someone who's expecting more out of the technology. And Distance so learning is nothing new. It's older than Google Classroom, Zoom, or the internet, though Early correspondence courses dating back to the 19th century relied more on paper, pencil, and snail mail. Distance learning today is decidedly more high-tech, and schools are learning a lot about how, when done properly, 
It can break down barriers, equalize access to education, and help teachers personalize their instruction to meet students where they are. It can help an art teacher continue to reach students in those ways that only art teachers can. When I was in college, I had one of my education teachers ask, Carrie, why are you going into the arts? And I'm like, well, it was either art or I thought about being a counselor. And his eyes lit up and he said, you know what? I was a school counselor. And the kids that we couldn't reach, the art teacher could reach. So really you're doing two things in one. So you may not be trained as a counselor, but you're getting to the kids that might not open up in other situations. And during a pandemic, I, I can't even imagine you know, <laughs> the importance of art because of what's going on in these kids' brains. Carrie Earle starts all her classes the same way, with roll call and a run-through of the day's learning objectives. Then, typically, she'll show a video or do a live demo to introduce students to a new technique. Once you have sketched out your uh, lion off of the screen of your monitor, you are going to, what I do with mine, is I'm just going to take my ruler or my pencil and I'm just going to draw a line right down the center. Now, with live streaming, nothing really has changed, except now Earl's remote students can participate as if they were inside the classroom. Before she received the equipment, she would teach her in-person classes, then later record separate videos of her teaching the same concepts for her online students. The process was time-consuming and frustrating. This new equipment not only cuts down on prep time for Earl, it has allowed her to offer new online classes, such as calligraphy, that she couldn't previously. I'm starting to find my Zooms, like trying to entertain them, just like I would do in my classroom. I mean, it's one thing to teach these kids art. It's another thing to actually teach. I mean, it's a performance every day. Uh, you have to perform. Uh, you have to draw their attention. I mean, they're used to be on their cell phones. How do I get them off their cell phones and look at me? It's a performance. It's telling jokes. It's sometimes doing funny breakdance moves for them. And I thought, how am I going to do I can't do that anymore if they're in the, you know, the web. You find ways, you know, and it's, it's been working, surprisingly. I'm able to interact with the kids like I normally would do here in the classroom. Um, before, when I didn't have the equipment, it was just trying to talk the kids through the procedure, try to find videos that other people are doing where they can't make a connection with me. Uh, so uh, that's probably the, the biggest benefit I have seen with this equipment. It allows me to also continue to teach exactly what I was teaching before. I don't have to alter my curriculum in any way. This is high praise, considering art classes, along with hands-on courses such as woodshop or auto shop, can be tougher to teach virtually than others. Not to mention the fact that Earl teaches 168 in-person students, 106 online students, 600 students through Kenya's virtual high school, and a rotating raft of students coming in and out of quarantine. Let's say I'm teaching a regular classroom, and maybe I've had students going to quarantine, or we've had some students that want to sign up for online because they don't feel comfortable coming in. This gives us the, the ability to teach in person while the kid is at home and uh, streaming in with us live from home. And uh, I'm able to interact with them because I'm able to hear them. Uh, this equipment, ha what's different is it 
goes through my microphone. So I can walk around the room anywhere I'm at and they can hear me just as clearly as if I was standing in front of you know, a set microphone or whatever. Uh, I had one teacher uh, last week when we were online that had the students telling her that they couldn't hear on her microphone. So I had to run down to the library, grab a headphone, get a mic set up for her. Uh, this, I, we don't have that problem at all. So again, it goes back to what I was saying before. It allows me to teach as if I was normally teaching. Not every student will have the same needs as oral or the same solutions. The point of the streaming kits is to give teachers more options and flexibility. As with any educational tool, live streaming is only as good as the hands that wield it. In the beginning, the big concern about making connections with the kids, uh, I think I struggled with the idea of like, well, if you really want your student to make a connection with the teacher, you've got to put them in the classroom. This has allowed me to make those connections beyond what I thought I was going to be able to do. Having the ability now to continue with what I was doing before, it allows me to then focus on the kid, not how am I going to teach this kid. Looking ahead to a day when we've put the pandemic safely behind us, Earl says the streaming kits will still be a great asset. Sometimes, for example, even after sitting through a lecture, it helps students to be able to go back and review bits of the lecture that didn't quite sink in. By year's end, Earl will have many of her lectures recorded and available online as a refresher, or she could assign students to view one of her lectures as homework and then use her in-classroom time to help students through a tricky drawing technique, one-on-one. If the Wise City officials were here now, I, they literally have changed everything for me as a teacher during this pandemic. Of course, there are challenges to online teaching that technology can't fix, but that's where good old-fashioned teacher ingenuity and years of acquired classroom management skills come into play. And the wins, those aha moments teachers share with students, are no less sweeter for having happened from a distance. There's a very technical thing we teach in art called one-point perspective or two-point perspective, and that's probably the hardest thing I teach all semester. And you will see kids get very, very frustrated with it. The moment a kid gets it, their eyes light up. They're like, oh, and I'm like, you got it, didn't you? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I knew that moment was coming. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's those kind of moments. The memories teachers are creating this year with students are special and powerful, and many of them, says Earl, are happening online. Has the pandemic and teaching online made me a better teacher? Ah, yeah. Uh, it's given me understanding, I think, deeper what some of these kids are going through. You get to see a little more of their home setting. So I think it's, it's how has it improved me as a teacher is, is realizing we're all humans. <laughs> they're not just, they're not just these teenagers that don't have personal lives. And I'm part of that personal life. Um, I'm part of their personal history. Maybe that's what they'll remember of me is in their square. Um, hopefully, <laughs> my square was a good one to watch. You've been listening to Connect Canyons, a podcast sponsored by Utah's Canyon School District. If you have any comments for us, questions, or ideas for topics you'd like us to explore, email us at communications at canyonsdistrict.org. Today's show was edited with assistance from Carson Fairborn. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend.